1: Hello,
0: and you're w- welcome to the new channel. Born out of passion, we are a community that helps you be the new you. I'm Dr. Michelle Maras streaming live from the United States, amongst the beautiful mountains of Colorado. You are watching Mental Shift, and to the United States, I'd like to say hello, and to the Philippines, magandang umaga sanyong lahat. Now, tonight, my guest, well, what she says is, no one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of others of another. And that is just a huge portion of what and who she is. She's an international philanthropist, speaker, author, and coach. And in August of 2016, she focused her efforts on ending domestic violence. And her desire to help victims of domestic abuse came from a personal experience in such a relationship. She actually wrote a book about it called, But I Love Him. Uh, In July 2017, she founded Unsilenced Voices. It's a 501c3 nonprofit focused on inspiring change in communities around the globe by encouraging victims to break free and survivors to speak up about domestic violence and sexual assault. She is doing amazing things around the world and a lot of things constantly. And I want you to be able to track her, get to the website and know what Unsilenced Voices is doing around your community, because I'm sure something is happening around you. So she also offers courses and private coaching and things of that nature. But first, I want you to meet her. Because once you see and hear the passion in her voice and the conviction she has for domestic violence victims and the abuse of what's happening around us, right under our noses, you're gonna to wanna to be connected to unsilenced voices. So please welcome my guest tonight, Michelle Jewsberry.
1: Hey, Michelle, how are you?
0: I'm doing great, thanks for staying up late for me.
1: Yes, no, I'm super excited to be here. I know uh, your audience is out there and I wanna say hello to everybody and thank you for watching. Super, super great to see you again, Michelle.
0: I'm so glad to have you. I mean, we're in the United States, but we're always passing each other on our travels.
1: Passing in the night, right? (laughs) Yes.
0: Well, I first met you at an unsilenced voices fundraising event. Um, I I went there and you were in Vegas with a a fundraising event. And I'm like, what is going on here? And I saw your book, I picked it up, read the back and went, this is why I connected to you. We have something in common. I picked up your book, but I love him. And uh, that was just, yep, there it is. But I love him. Phenomenal, phenomenal uh, story that you are here and being brave, doing what you do, that strength that you found through your pain to go out and help other domestic violence victims. So before I go and start digging into everything, what was the mental shift that brought you to what you used to do to what you do today for the world?
1: Oh, wow. Well, that's going to be a long winded answer, Michelle. Okay. I hope I have a couple of minutes here. Yes, you do. Uh, so, a little bit about me, which can lead you into this mental shift that I had was you know, I grew up in a small town in North Idaho and I didn't see violence. My mom and my dad were. Loving towards each other. I didn't hear them yell at each other, let alone raise their fist or hand to one another. And growing up, you know, me, we moved around my whole life. My daddy was military, and finally, I I reached a point where I was like, I want to do something more, and that something more was to move to Hollywood, California, and be an actress. Thought that I was going to be a movie star. You know, things can still happen, but God had led me in a different direction. And I ended up meeting somebody while I was in Hollywood who swept me off my feet, you know, tall, attractive, uh, an entrepreneur, knew where he was going. um, And he courted me, you know, sent me gifts and flowers and, and he took me to baseball games and basketball games and took me out to concerts and on private planes. And, and I was falling in love with this guy and in 2012 i finally said okay yes let's let's try this as a relationship and about 4 months later my head went through the drywall and i didn't realize that was the beginning stages of domestic violence and i ended up staying with my abuser we'll call him paul for roughly 4 years And during those four years, I lied. I didn't tell anybody what was happening. I uh, made excuses for my abuser. But I experienced severe psychological and emotional abuse, sexual violence, physical violence, multiple times beating lasted four hours. And then um, that financial abuse, that financial component that a lot of people don't talk about. And everybody kind of asked me and this was the mental shift how did you get yourself trapped in that abusive relationship because i am a strong independent woman my mama and daddy raised me that way um, i'm very outspoken and i don't take crap from very many people but i ended up becoming trapped and it was an entire shift so when i escaped that abusive relationship towards the end of 2015 I just began writing my story, and it first came out in a play format. So I ended up performing, uh, writing and performing a 65-minute solo play called But I Love Him about my experience in domestic violence in the White Fire Solo Fest and the Hollywood Fringe Festival. And then people just started coming up to me and telling me their stories of, of violence that's happened to them, traumas they've experienced, human trafficking, but oftentimes it was domestic violence relations about their neighbor, sisters, mothers, brothers. And I knew how prevalent it was. And I knew that I had to do something more. So I heard the calling because we all have a calling and it's up to you to choose to say yes. And I was like, okay, I say yes. And I remember doing the paperwork in 2017. and We were 501c3 within a month. And I ended up packing my bags and going to Ghana first, and then we expanded to Sierra Leone and Rwanda and the U.S. And we'll be talking a lot more about these places, but expanding to the U.S. has been wonderful, and we're working on building a day center in Tampa Bay, and I've been speaking on stages all around the world. So 2019, I began speaking and training and coaching, and I actually hold two boot camps every year to help people turn their stories into missions, ministries, movements, nonprofits, and businesses. So I stay busy, Michelle, but the mental shift was the realization that my story was too big not to share with the world.
0: Amen to that. Amen. Well, and that's the thing is horrible things happened and we pick ourselves up and say what was the meaning behind this? How do I, how do I make this not happen to anyone else? How do I fix this? And you know, you, you had the gumption in you. And I I that question that ran through your head, how how do you get into this? I mean, people say that to me. How did how did that happen to you? I mean, I can't even imagine anyone stopping you from you know walking across the street if you didn't want to. I know, but there's a whole psychological thing that happens. Mm-hmm. You people think people women who or men who are abused are weak. No, honestly, it's because they choose us because they want to pull us down. They yeah. choose us because we're strong and they manipulate us in our minds and then financially and next thing you know you're like wait a minute, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? And then you're stuck. Yeah,
1: yeah. and then it's it, you and then you're trapped. See, there's a cycle in domestic violence. It goes from walking on eggshells to a big blow up. That blow up is typically physical, emotional, sexual, And then the apology stage. And Mm -hmm. from that apology stage, there's the honeymoon phase. And that honeymoon phase can last um, a week, a month, a year before the cycle continues. And then you're always just apprehensive and wondering, how did this happen? Because it didn't start like that. And Mm -hmm. when people ask me, how did I put up with this for so long? You know, it wasn't always bad. And that's what I have to say is you don't stay because of the bad. You stay because of the throwing popcorn at each other in a movie theater and laughing and the making love and the traveling. And the two days a month where he becomes physically, emotionally, and sexually abusive yeah. kind of goes to the back of your mind until you reach a breaking point. And that breaking point is when you have the aha moment that, wow, my life is worth more than this. Worth more than what he has told me, and that this does happen to men as well. I do have a lot of of male um, uh, clients, but it's it's all about that understanding that you are worth more than the words you're hearing.
0: Now, for those of you who are listening and watching, and we're watching the replay at this point, I want you to think about your relationships with the people you know. Don't be afraid. There are people that will help reach out to silence unsilenced silence voices. I mean, they will direct you to who can help you in your area. And that way you don't have to be in that confusion mode of, well, it's it's only bad sometimes. Yeah. And you know when it's bad when you're making excuses. Well, he, he's he, or she is is usually really nice. You know, that kind of stuff. When you start doing that stuff, something's wrong. Evaluate life mm-hmm. or life is very important. Life is worthy and you're, you're worth more than what you're being told that you should accept.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess
0: that's the best way to say it. Yeah. So, well, Michelle, thank you for sharing that because you started the Unsilenced Voices because of this, because of your experience and you stepped up to help other oh, people, I'm gonna say, because men and women experience this, h- help other people identify, escape, make a plan, everything. So with unsilenced voices, can you give us the gist of what what does that entail besides yeah. the currency? that It's huge. Yeah. So what is the the US portion and, and then you break out into all the other countries? Okay. What is- Okay, I'll
1: I'll um I'll do my best to consolidate the No, aim. no, we've got an hour. Okay, <laughs> good. Um so I'm actually gonna start in Ghana because that's where we began. We have a partner organization there called the ARC Foundation who uh, has one of the only shelters in Accra, Ghana for survivors of domestic violence and sexual abuse. So we help to subsidize that shelter and help in other needs. So the Kaye Youth Association, which are the market women who carry things on their head, the Kaye women, we help to educate them and provide uh, resources, education, um, also platforms to where they can get help through the ARC Foundation, and the government. Um, In Sierra Leone, we have the bulk of our programming right now. And, you know, you could be watching this six, seven, eight months from now or a year from now. But right now, we have 50 girls on a wait list to get off the streets in order to go through vocational training so they don't have to sell their bodies any longer to make money. And that list keeps growing. We currently sponsor... 30 plus girls, and a lot of them have been trafficked, sexually abused, um, physically and emotionally violated. And many of them are 14 to 19, and they all have kids. So it's teaching them that they are worthy, um, that they are worth a lot more than what the men in their lives have told them. We also do three educational seminars every month. We work with uh, two villages, which that is growing. We do a savings box program. We uh, have farming, so cassava farming and uh, groundnut farming. We also work with the government to find out how we can come together and work as a coalition to end violence against primarily girls, but unfortunately, the sexual abuse happens to girls and boys. Um, So it's violence against everybody. But it's talking really about the morals and values and self worth of a lot of the women in the community. And then in Rwanda, we have two partner organizations now, and we do a lot of education. We deal with a lot of children of survivors of domestic violence, helping them with school materials, getting them to school, uh, paying initial costs. We do many um, educational programs per month, and with both of our Uh, Partner organizations. One is IDA and the other one is AIMPO, both in Rwanda. And uh, we have facilities. So we've got a variety of different things from uh, rabbit cages for sustainability to education to uh, political chair people and um, uh, more outreach to other villages. Uh, The Batwa women we deal with as well. And then in the United States, um, we expanded to the U.S. in 2022. In 2022, we were able to gift $33,000 to over 26 survivors uh, that they could use for transportation, relocation, um, child care needs, housing needs. And then we did a four-city tour about domestic violence, where we worked and partnered with different organizations in specific cities around the U.S. Uh, We believe in collaboration and coalitions because it takes more than one organization to change domestic violence and human trafficking. And we are now looking to build a day center in Tampa, Florida, where we will focus on domestic violence and and, uh, human trafficking issues and sexual abuse, where we can provide Wraparound services, those services will be, uh, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner, Uh, being able to shower and cleanly, right, hygiene issues, Uh, providing soaps and shampoo and conditioner and, and sanitary pads and tampons for women, Uh, integration back into society and uh, workforce staffing, right, having organizations come in and talk about the job opportunities in the area, and then job skills training. So there's a variety of different things we're doing there, and we're growing. So uh, there's many other countries who have contacted us, Kenya being one. Um, We have another one in uh, Guatemala and Mexico. So it all takes funding. If you are watching, if you feel compelled, uh, please visit unsilencedvoices.org. Again, it's unsilencedvoices.org. Um, And go there, you can donate, you can look information up about what we've been up to, and we will always need uh, assistance and your help. So uh, long-winded, Michelle.
0: (laughs) No, No. unsilencedvoices.org.
1: Yeah, so what you've been seeing flashing, you can get to unsilencedvoices.org as well. The Unsilenced My Voice also has... The programs that I offer twice a year, along with digital courses.
0: Okay. But the main one is unsilenced voices. Yeah.
1: Unsilenced, uh, ending in a D, E, D okay. voices. Okay.
0: Yeah. I wanted to make sure we get that on the screen because if you're out there and you're listening right now and you're like, I want to be, I want to help, I want to do something, unsilenced voices org is where you want to go yeah. you can find them on Unsilence my voice but it's faster to go to unsilenced Voices.
1: voices yeah, we, we all want to uh have less amount of clicks right because we're all on computers i don't care if this is airing 20 years from now we're still all going to be on computers so
0: well unless um, we're just doing this
1: well i actually <laughs> a click yes. from our, from our uh, wrist and it's going to be this whole yes thing. exactly either way it's a computer right Either way, it's a computer.
0: <laughs> but think about this. So if you're watching, listening, watching the replay, whatever it is, however you're listening and how you listen to Michelle, she did this in five years. All of this has occurred in a very short time. So think about what could happen if she actually had a ton of money helping her behind all this. Yeah. This this came out of her pocket for the first couple of years, and then she found some people yeah. who were coming and not uh, doing the fundraisers with her. That's where I met her in, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But if you've got a heart for this, if you've got a passion for this, if you are someone who survived and want to be a part of it, go to that site, contribute, help. And then she's always looking for people to go on the on the, the Africa trips with <laughs> her.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I do this yearly, right. But we take mission trips to Sierra Leone and, uh, this is where people it's a mission trip mastermind where people can really dig in deep, um, see firsthand what is going on and, uh, the smiles and the happiness and the joy. I mean, the, the people that we work with and the changes in their lives are outstanding and they're so grateful they literally give you the clothes off their back um the last time i went which was march of 2020 i mean there's going to be another one now um march of 2023 and uh there was a girl there named Salia Matu that we had helped and and she was a survivor of um the sex trafficking industry, and she was selling her body on the streets because she didn't think that there was any other option for her. She was very young, taking care of small children and her father. And uh, lo and behold, we were able to rescue her, and she went through vocational training. And when I was there in March of 2020, she gave me a live chicken, and I was like, "What am I gonna do with a live chicken?" I didn't say that, but I, that that chicken That's could huge. have fed an entire family. Yeah, it was. Huge. She also made me all kinds of um, uh, dresses and garments. It's amazing. Like the the people are so grateful, and and it, it is needed. You know, it is needed all around the globe. And uh, our goal is to have that outreach all around the globe, to where we can impact not just thousands, but hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people, that live in different parts around the world.
0: Well, I'm going to make an offer to you right now. We could use you in the Philippines.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Because I remember growing up there, there were girls at eight and nine on the street. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was a horrible place to watch and see. Okay. And so when I went through my thing, I kind of knew what was happening because I saw the young girls on the streets. And so I'm like, is this what I am? Is, is this what's what's happening? But I would love to be able to connect with you and circle back somehow to get you to the Philippines. Because those of you who are listening right now in the Philippines, you know it, we need unsilenced voices in the Philippines to help because we've got a lot of young young people Mm-hmm. Women, uh, girls, and boys getting trafficked out of the Philippines and sold yeah. around the world, and so I would, I would love to connect you to somebody so that we can get that going in the Philippines. And
1: yeah, know, let's ahead. go ahead and talk about it. You know, and it all takes funding, and this is the bad part, or I wouldn't say bad. It's the the hardest part mm-hmm. of working a nonprofit is the fundraising aspect, and. The more funds that we are able to bring in, the more people we are able to serve. And our goal is twenty percent or less of all funds coming in go towards you know staffing and marketing and all that. And the rest, the eighty percent actually goes to communities around the world. So um, that is our goal, and we definitely we definitely need some help.
0: Okay, we'll 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 work that angle.
1: Okay, cool, cool. It it just
0: popped in my head. I'm like, you're not in the Philippines, you need to be in Asia, somewhere in Asia. And that's my angle, that's my world. So yeah, okay. I've got it in my head. I've got a thing, I've got a thought in my head. Yes, I keep doing that. But no, and I I thank you for stepping up and spearheading this and reaching out so far and wide. Five years is nothing, okay. This is an infant. Organization And you have done so much already. Just imagine what it'll be in the next five years. I mean, it's, it's, it's monumental. And it just started with you doing, you know what, I'm gonna do this.
1: You know, Michelle, I actually feel compelled to share something with you. Okay. So As you know, Michelle, it is difficult to uh, run a nonprofit, and I love teaching people to do so. However, you feel sometimes that your work is not paying off, that um, you ask God, you know, why am I doing this? And I'm sure some of you who are watching may be asking that same question. You know, why am I doing this or why can't I do something more and I recently kind of asked God this question because there's just a lot coming up. And it's funny, when you ask God, he will answer. And I ended up randomly opening my Bible. And in um, 2 Corinthians 8, verse 10, it said, uh, Paul's writing, I suggest that you finish what you started a year ago. For you were the first to propose this idea, and you were the first to begin doing something about it. Now you should carry this project through to completion just as enthusiastically as you began it. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that crazy, though? That is something that recently happened to me, which makes me feel and know that no matter what turn we have to take right now, God is with us. And I am moving forward because I am being led to move forward.
0: Well, and I'm glad you felt compelled to say that verse because I needed to hear it too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And many of you may have needed to hear that because it's it's so true that uh you just gotta keep going.
0: And, uh, Second I, Corinthians eight, verse 10. Yep. yep. Yeah, huge. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, You're
1: welcome. Show's over,
0: huh? <laughs> yeah. Not the mic. No, no. We're, we're, we're only going to go to commercial. I'm sorry. But no, we won't go to commercial. We've got three more minutes. But okay. my thing is, is, it takes someone to step out of that comfort zone. And just think, I mean, I know I was afraid to tell my story of my assault because I didn't know what people were gonna say. And so I kind of kept it in my the back of my head and didn't really share it out in public. I would share it in the smaller groups of the women's shelters and things like that. But I was always afraid to give it out in public with men in the room. Mm-hmm. And so as I got older and more comfortable with who I am, I'm like, you know what, bring it. Uh, I, I, I'm looking at thinking about all the people who are listening. Just like you said, I've noticed it too. When I share my story on stage, If there were 300 people in the room, a good 80 will come up and say me too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, is it that prevalent? And then hearing your numbers and knowing the numbers I've seen, I want more people to hear this, this season one premiere that, that you're here on share this live stream share this recording. Someone in your world that you love, someone you care about needs to hear what Michelle is talking about and how to reach her. This is a great way to share it because this is not any, it doesn't say people who are being uh, abused. It doesn't say anything. So they can watch it if they're in an abusive situation without suspect.
1: And Michelle, can I add something to that real fast? I know we're going to break in just a moment, Mm -hmm. but Uh, Statistics are startling. A lot of people don't believe that things happen in the United States. Pre-COVID stats for human trafficking were over 200,000 children within the U.S. being trafficked. Post-COVID, we're probably double that. And in 2022, uh, human trafficking around the globe are 50 million kids. Now, I thought it was 25 until i was on a uh, summit earlier today and i was corrected and unfortunately that double that has doubled that number is significant 150 billion dollar a year industry 99 billion for just sex trafficking and and domestic violence One in three women worldwide, and one in seven men in the U.S. have experienced domestic violence. And one in four boys in the U.S. have experienced sexual abuse. So this is a huge, huge issue that is perpetuating and it's cyclical through society. And it's all through speaking up and education that we can make a difference.
0: Yes, amen, and crazy numbers. And the only way we can stop this is why awareness money to nonprofits, and reacting when you see something, when you feel something, when you think this doesn't feel right. It's called reacting, not turning a blind eye. So keep that in your mind while we go to commercial. And then when we come back, we'll go deeper into what Michelle Dewsbury does in our communities and how you can be more active in that process. And then, you know, we'll see what goes on because Michelle's just a plethora of information. It's crazy. (laughs) If you ever get to sit down with her, it's just amazing. So stay, stay there, share the live stream while you're here right now, and then we'll be right back after these commercials. Hello, I'm Dr. Michelle Moross, and you're watching Mental Shift. Now, did you share this show with someone you care about, perhaps a friend, a family member? Your intuition may save a life or be able to help with the nonprofit on Silence Voices. So, did you know that TNC is a live stream platform of online shows for people on the go? Please watch all of our shows as seen on the screen and then imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content, but we make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging, authentic and original content. Our vision to become a global 24 seven live stream channel that showcases Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence and ingenuity. Continue to watch Mental Shift live every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time or Wednesday mornings at 9.30 in the Philippines and Asia. You can also rewatch all the replays via Facebook or YouTube. Now, follow us on Instagram and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or just search the hashtag TNC Now. For sponsorships, please email now at thenewchannel.com or send a direct message to The New Channel. Enjoy th- these life changing shows because we made them for you. And welcome back with Mental Shift. Hello. Hey, I lost my guest. Oh, there she is. <laughs> <you are.
1: laughs>
0: it's like I'm reading all that. I'm like, wait a minute. I lost her. No, I didn't. Like her. <laughs> so. You are doing a plethora of things with unsilenced voices. Yes, you have a book that's out there, but there's so many services around the world that you are doing, a lot of Africa, a lot of America, and soon in Asia. And um, there's just so much happening in your world, and it's all coming at you very quick. Or as you said, you know, Second Corinthians, you get to keep going. You're you're on a you're on a mission. You're going to keep going, and so by being called to say what you said to tell us that you're mo- going to be finishing as strong as you started, which means you're supposed to be getting more momentum. So someone up there is listening that's supposed to be coming on and be part of this. It might be me, but <laughs> it might be someone else. But I know it might be me. I keep bumping into you. But my thing is, is what in unsilenced voices. What is your big dream for that? What. What do you see that's missing that you need, that you think you might need next? Because you don't know if there's someone out there right now who has that answer for you right now. What is it?
1: So our our biggest vision is to serve 100,000 people around the globe, 500,000 people around the globe, a million people around the globe. And our vision is to serve as many people as we can and to be a recognizable nonprofit where people can rely upon us and uh, know who we are. So the biggest thing that we need is even more exposure and, of course, fundraising, right? I, I can't ask enough for, for dollars, but unfortunately, that's, that's what it is. Uh, but definitely more marketing. So we currently are looking for um, A, B, and C-list celebrities to join the movement, join the cause, be a part of it, uh, be spokespeople for Unsilenced Voices, talking about domestic violence, human trafficking, and sexual abuse around the world. So that's the biggest things that we are looking for.
0: You're on the right show. I hope so. (laughs) Okay so if any of my ladies from Global Women Who, Who Rule are listening just want to say that out loud <laughs> there's a group of us uh Global Women Who Rule and uh we 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 interact only on the internet because we are all around the world and we're all entrepreneurs and business women we're all probably I think we're all Filipino or half Filipino or Filipino and it's kind of what we we all tied together as we all love the Philippines as, and we call it home. And I thought, Ooh, that's another, that's a nonprofit thing we could all get under.
1: Yeah. And it's so funny. One of my mentors, Bill Walsh, he always says you have to show up to blow up. And that's the same, whether you are running a corporation and LLC or a nonprofit, you have to show up to blow up. Uh, people will not donate to your organization or, Uh, give you angel grants or have an angel investor unless they trust in you first personally. So that's where we started. You know, I started speaking all around uh, the globe and I do a lot of virtual. I do a lot of in-person events. And I think that it's important because you really have to show up for what you believe in. So you can create a movement of change and encourage other people to believe in what you believe in as well. And that's how people will trust you. That's how trust is gained. And that's how you can utilize that relationship capital that then you earn. And then you can use that to transform the lives of hundreds of thousands of people around the globe. So that's that's kind of what I've learned. And that's why that's our big ask.
0: I love that ask. That's something I can help with. (laughs)
1: I love that. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because this show's got a pretty big reach. And so I'm just thinking someone out there is hearing this and doing, I wonder if, if you're hearing it and it's calling to your heart, the wonder is, go to unsilencevoices.org. <laughs> go see what you can do. The worst thing that's gonna happen is you're, you're, you're doing what you're doing now. The best that can happen is there's something you can do to play your part, to help bring this to 500 million people around the globe. I mean, we could be bringing this into Asia right now just because a lot of my audience is here in, in Asia. We all know in Asia we need this really badly because our 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 children are being exported out of the country into other countries very stealth like you know mm-hmm. so I don't know what it is but there's like this huge calling in my heart right now that I want to scream okay we've got this, um,
1: yeah. Yeah. and mm-hmm. you know I um I know some other Filipino friends who are uh, originally from there and. Domestic violence is a huge issue, as I'm sure you are aware of as well. Yeah. And I know, I depending on when you're you're seeing this, this could be a replay. Uh, but I do know that there is some legal issues around divorce in that country um, that inhibits a lot of survivors and victims to break free. So I, I would love to come talk about that. And then the human trafficking is exponentially getting larger and larger. So. So yes, we definitely have to continue this conversation outside of this interview, Michelle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. I'll be dragging you to the Philippines with me when I go next year. That, so that might be the next thing because it's, it's a, you're hearing Michelle on this, on this zoom, on uh, this stream, yard the live stream, whatever it is where you're listening on. And you can hear her passion, but if you meet her in person, you can feel it. Hmm. and And that's why I want to, bring you there cuz they have to feel mm-hmm. you cuz right now it's like wow this is this is this is really a big deal this is this is bad but when they're in the room with you and you're talking there's this there's another bit of energy in there that um they need to meet you
1: mm-hmm. so yeah good.
0: we'll see we'll see what happens what i can what i can muster up yeah. so let's talk about All the really cool things you do. So like you do fundraisers, you do boot camps, you do you do trainings. Um, These trainings aren't if you weren't abused, you can't come. It's not like that. What do you do?
1: So uh, the Blanket of Hope events that we do around the country in the U.S. are all about collaboration, uh, commitment and community. So it's us taking a stand against some of the horrible injustices that are going on. Um, And we believe, like I said, in coalitions and collaborations. So we work with other organizations. And Tampa, we are building that and building that trust with the community But first, we are working with around 11 different organizations now for our next event. And uh, it's all about how we can work together and invite community members out so we can educate them. So if you see domestic violence, if you see human trafficking or you're questioning, oh, that doesn't exactly look right, it probably isn't. So we give advice on, on what you can do, the steps you can take, who you can call. Um, like I said, that's, that's all around the country. We are doing a lot of focus in Florida because that is where we are deciding to build a day center unless we are led a different direction because I am all open to being led. And, uh, you know, around the other countries, um, it's, it's really all about the education aspect. So it is the working together, uh, but oftentimes it's community because people don't know what they don't know. And I always say, don't pray for wisdom unless you really want to hear the truth. Because when you pray for wisdom, you learn about not only the beautiful things in the world, but there are a lot of horrible things that happen. And I prayed for wisdom early on, and I am... uh, A plethora of information because that wisdom has caused me to dig deep in domestic violence and human trafficking issues. Uh, Statistics are startling. And the only way that we can create sustainable change in any community around the globe is by working together.
0: Yeah, you've left me speechless. I even want to sing, but I have nothing to sing right now.
1: Well, now, for if, the, I, if I could sing, I would, but I, I can't
0: Well, <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking, there's someone out there thinking, well, what can I do? It's just me. Mm. Now, you've got to think. Michelle thought, if Michelle thought this, none of this would have happened. Just me becomes just we. And then it becomes just us. And then it becomes all of us. And then there's no just anymore. <laughs> wow. And the quote that we used at the beginning, no one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of another. Something as simple as donating to unsilenced voices. You are lightening the burden of others and saving a life. So there is nothing useless about what you could be possibly contributing. May it be, you know, a buck or a peso or your time. Yeah. Everything comes together as a huge contribution. One little drop will eventually turn into a bucket full of water which will eventually turn into an ocean if you just keep it going. So there is nothing that's not that's too little. And
1: Yeah, and I love that quote. It's a quote by Charles Dickens and um, it really is that one person can make a difference. It creates a domino effect of change like Michelle here is talking about. And I remember when when I for was first called to start on silenced voices. First called to go to networking events and and speak my story. I was like, "What? Why am me? What little me? I don't understand." Um, but you say yes to your callings, and it is not up to you to determine how you get to that end point because you don't know that end point. You don't know how far God wants you to go with it. You just say yes and say, "You know what? I'm going to be." that um that that chess piece that the i'm going to allow to be moved yeah exactly the catalyst and i really did think in the very beginning uh me what why how i don't understand but you don't think of the how you just say yes and mm. that's how we started and we are growing and uh, i am learning each and every single day uh, i wasn't you know, I went to school for a year in college. I didn't graduate college. I, I did well in high school, but I hated school. I didn't really understand that I was going to be running two multiple figure nonprofits and, uh, and uh, um, an LLC and just traveling. And so it's it's a lot, but it's wonderful.
0: School uh, has nothing to do with what you're doing. Oh,
1: no, nothing to do with it whatsoever. And that's, so yeah. that's what
0: teams are for.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what teams are for. No, that's what teams are for. There
1: there we go. There's the singing. Yes. Well, and that's what I,
0: I, I always run into people who say, well, I don't have this because, and I don't have this, and that's why. Look at Michelle. She's got a nonprofit LLC. Education has nothing to do with it if you've got the heart to learn what you need to learn to do what you do. Yeah. okay I, I've got a doctor in front of my name not because I needed the doctorate it's just because I was I, I just liked I liked it, <laughs> yeah, I liked it. yeah exactly I, I, I've always wanted to have more education than my father honestly that was the only reason I did it not because I needed to have more school because I my whole doctorate was and you're gonna laugh about this my whole doctorate thesis was about everything I've learned through my life. To be who I am, I had to unlearn everything I learned.
1: Mm -hmm. That's very true.
0: So basically, I'm the seven-year-old who believed I could be a ballerina, astronaut, engineer, singer, Broadway star. It's me at 54. Because I had to unlearn all the things that I thought the world told me I had to be. Mm -hmm. And so it comes back to unsilenced voices. I know when I was trapped where I was trapped, part of me was, is this where women belong? Is this what I'm supposed to be? Because I was told women are meant to stay at home and serve a man, and so I had all that mentality in my head that kept me frozen. Because I was like, "Am I? Is this what? Is this what being a woman is?" And I remember being scared and doing, "Then I don't want to be a woman. I don't want to be here anymore." And then I realized, wait a minute, that was pre-programming. That was something else. That that wasn't me. That's someone. That's something I pieced together as a kid, and it was wrong. Erase that. Start again. Let's let's go save myself now. But my first junction out uh, in the speaking world were two women in shelters who had been abused and who had who who got away or you know got beaten and got pulled out by the police. So those were my first people I spoke to, and then I realized that with me, my calling was break the chain where people deny that there is a chain. Mm. So mine went to the corporate world where I would speak to corporations and, you know, engineers and accountants and things like that. My, my degree gets me into those places. And then these women who are executives would do, I don't tell anybody this, but this happened to me. And I'm like, and you're here. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Yeah, but it's, it's, I'm very embarrassed by it. I'm like, No, you survived with what you knew at the time. Don't judge yourself. And I think that's where I'm getting at. Forgive yourself if anything happened to you. Okay. Forgive yourself for being who you are and making it through. Like Michelle said at the very, very beginning, how in the world did I get here? I'm hard, I'm, I'm strong willed. I, I mean, who, no one would do this to me. But when manipulation starts through your heart like that, you don't know what's happening until it's too late. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Forgive yourself for falling victim to that and realize that it doesn't matter your education, how smart you are, how if you're not smart, if you're, if you're wealthy, if you're not. It happens on every plane you can possibly think of. And we all do. Whoa, what's going on? It doesn't matter what level you're at. It's still abuse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm you need help, get out of it. If yeah, want, one, of, out.
1: one of my favorite things to do is to coach people through the trauma that they've experienced. So that looks like transforming your story, the story that you don't yet want to talk about into a mission, a nonprofit or a business. And it's all about realizing it, realizing that your story matters, capitalizing on it. So no, figuring out what it is that, the society needs from your story and then monetizing it, whether it's a nonprofit or a business, you still have to make money from it. And then you start to understand that there are so many people who need what it is that you've gone through and then you're able to help. And that creates the domino effect of change. And that's what I really love to do. And you can find more information out um, about our bootcamps, um, typically held October and April, um, but at unsilencemyvoice.com.
0: There it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and, and that's the a power of that is so many people take it and say, you know, this is, this is my dark secret, but there was something you learned. There's a strength that came out of you from it. And that's why I use my, I do the, be the best version of you unapologetically, because I came out of it a realize well I was scared of everything for a while but what I realized is wait a minute I survived and now I need to give women that help them find and men find that power in them to stand up for themselves and say no I'm not putting up with crap Uh uh-uh this is not what I'm going to put up with this is not me and that's that whole unapologetic part is what I bring it in but um yeah Michelle thank you so much for coming out and hanging out with me tonight
1: Yeah, super excited to be here, Michelle. And I'm sure we'll see each other in person very soon. Uh, And very excited to share with you and the viewers out there.
0: Good, because I always pass you and we never get to talk deep like this because we're always talking about other things or at a book thing or doing something else. And I've never been able to sit down and honestly ask you more about In Silence Voices. I went to your fundraiser and I heard everyone else talk and I heard you speak, but I never got to sit with you. And so I honestly asked you selfishly on this show so I can learn more about unsilenced voices. And <laughs> so all of you out there know, this was not pre-talked about. I learned about what Michelle did really with you. And so the excitement you saw in the, oh my gosh, we need to do this is exactly my natural reaction was, oh my gosh, we, we need to do something in Asia. And we <laughs> need to bring unsilenced voices in there. So we'll figure it out. And what I want you to do right now is, what is something you would like? I mean, you've got, you've got plenty of time. If you need to do a long winded version, (laughs) what what do you think, what do you think, um, you do, do you feel compelled to share with the audience right now? Something that you, you think they, they might need to hear and then a call to action.
1: Okay. Um, So I don't know the exact quote. I had it memorized once because I said it from stage once, but it's a Miriam Williamson quote. Um, Michelle, you might know what it is, but it talks a lot about how don't, don't let other people dim your light because you are meant to shine and help the people on this planet. And I think that that's so important to really take in and digest And I think that when we all start to understand that our experiences matter, that we matter, then we can create a shift, a mental shift uh, with mental health around the globe, with abuse issues around the globe, and really be able to help and create that domino effect of change. Now, there is one quote that I definitely do want to leave you with that I do remember, because it's simple to remember. Um, So I love the movie Finding Nemo and Dory always sings just keep swimming. And the reason why that stands out so much to me is a, it's simple. It's easy to remember. It's easy for you to remember, but it's true because she sometimes loses her way and doesn't know where she is. And she just merrily goes along, just keep going, just keep swimming. And by moving, she then is steered in the right direction. Now, I often say, this is my quote, is God can't steer a parked car. Ooh. So if you are moving in a direction, then God can steer you to the direction you are supposed to be on. So just keep going, just keep swimming. And then the last thing is, is if you are in the United States, you have to be in the US in order, in order to do this. But I do have a free gift and you can text the word UNITE, U-N-I-T-E to 26786. Again, text UNITE, U-N-I-T-E, to 26786. If you are outside of the U.S. and you are watching from the Philippines or Africa or another country, just go to unsilencemyvoice.com. Again, it's unsilencemyvoice.com and you can download that free gift from there as well.
0: 26786. Two, six, seven, eight, six. Okay. I'm hoping that they picked pick it up in the background and they're typing it up onto the chat right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> pretty fast at it though. So I'm pretty sure the back the back crew will do it, but if not, we'll put it on after the show and make sure that everybody can see that because yeah, free gift, help a life, save a life. Yeah. Every, every drop counts because a drop turns into an ocean. Eventually a drop turned into a river, then into an ocean. And I love your quote. God can't steer a parked car.
1: Yeah. I um,
0: because I say, keep swimming all the time. When people say, well, I'm stuck, I do, then keep moving. But yeah. I don't know where I'm moving. Just keep moving. Because as long as you move, the current will move you where he needs you. Okay. It's
1: like a body in motion stays in motion. So if you're dealing with like osteoporosis or if you're dealing with any type of health problem, if you keep your body moving, it will continue to move. And it's the same. Same thing with your mental health, um, as with your physical health, as with the direction you're supposed to go in your personal and your professional lives. So, yes.
0: I'm going to ask you again. Outside of the USA, go to?
1: Unsilencemyvoice.com. Yeah, perfect. They're flashing it on there right now.
0: Okay, they put it in? Yep. Good. Good, good. They're doing it. Good, 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 good. Okay. Just making sure. Making sure, covering my basis. I'm not very good at typing and, and speaking at the same time because I've done that before and uh, had my hands on the wrong buttons and I was typing gibberish. Oh, yeah, uh, that was bad. So, anyways, go out there, get your free gift, either at texting in the United States to uh, text Unite, U N I T E, at 26786, or outside of the United States, go to Unsilence Your my
1: Voice. My voice.
0: Silent, my voice dot com not org okay. yeah <laughs> so go do your part and if you can donate a little bit if you can't even better donate time if you're in that tampa area too that would be even better because uh they'll need bodies on the, on the ground in there helping and uh i can't think of anything else i wanted to say except for dang What an intensely amazing show. Um, I'm so glad that you were able to come on so I can learn more about Unsilenced Voices because now you've got my interest peaked even more than you had it peaked before. You know I kept trying to talk to you, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I'm an in-person kind of speaker. I I don't like phones, so I, I wanted to meet you and talk to you. And so here I am.
1: Okay, and here we are. So again, thank you, Michelle, and for everybody watching. Thank you at home.
0: Okay. So thank you everybody for joining us. And remember, share the live stream with someone. If someone popped into your head, share it. Maybe they want to be a part of this. Maybe it's something in you that says they might need to hear that there's help out there. Whatever it is, there's a reason they popped into your mind. Share the live streams directly to them or just share it on your page or your page, your YouTube, or whatever you want to share it on. This is a link that you can take and share. So go ahead and do it. Do a Do someone a favor, save a life, and maybe help us get to that 500 million around the world. Everyone, have a great week. Remember, every Tuesday night in the United States, Mountain Standard Time, 7.30 in Asia, 9.30 in the morning, okay, on Wednesday. Check out Mental Shift on the new channel and also on Zondra TV. It's all over the place. But make sure you share the live stream. because. Someone is needing to hear the stories that are being shared on mental shift. You know, today was a very big one with Michelle Jewsberry. So please keep being the best version of you and be unapologetically you. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time. And until then, ta-ta. Thanks, Michelle.